Welcome to episode 61 of the H-So Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more beside. I'm your host, Michael Lonnon, and in this episode, I flew over to the Windy City for a chat with HSO's Chicago-based head of legal, Victoria Gregory. Together, we delved into the preposterously complex world of legal for a chat about how relationship management solutions, such as HSO's Legal 360, is making legal less well, preposterously complex than it was before. Try saying that a couple of times. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. I'm a coffee drinker. So how do you have yours? Always Black, two sugars. <laughs> Is that to wake you up? Yeah. <laughs> That's the kickstart. London or Chicago? Chicago. Knowing where you worked in both before I test you. Well, Chicago straight away. Nike or Nike? Nike. Technology before people or people before technology? People before technology. Yeah. And I listened to one of your videos actually recently, Victoria, and in it you said something about software implementation is 5% about the software and 95% of it is about change management, which is really kind of the people side. But what makes you think that or where did you come up with that, given your background? Uh, from doing implementations and seeing how people react to introducing something new. Um, yeah. People generally resist change. They don't like change. They do. So that's why the focus on change management is so important. And, you know, new software can be revolutionary, but you've got to get people to adopt it and then also continue that retention of using something. So that's why, for me, the change management piece is, is so much more critical than just the software. And that's everything, isn't it? And we see that all the time. Lots of people I talk to also kind of iterate the same thing. I would ask you some more specific questions, but I want to ask this first. In your experience, how do you get them buying into the things that you're doing from a technology point of view? It goes back to the, the kind of old marketing theory of what's in it for me. The why should that person care? And that's something that I've tried to do during my time in-house at law firms that look at people and the roles that they play and then tailor communications to that particular role. And sometimes you have to take the extra time with people one on one to understand what it is that they're resistant about, they're concerned about. And that can also be a way to get great feedback to improve a system as well. And that, that's a lot about relationship building, isn't it? And that's yes. a lot of where your background has come from in the legal sector is implementing relationship management type technology. What kind of challenges is that or is that typically addressing, particularly in the legal sector? And that's what the legal industry is all about, is relationships. It's yeah. the relationships that lawyers have with their clients. Maintaining those relationships, keeping those relationships going is what keeps the business coming in. And that's why I was very interested early in my career around CRM technology, client relationship management. But historically, it was only being used within law firms for mailing lists and sending out mailings. Uh, And I remember back in the day of like even using a mailing house to send out hard copies of things. And it struck me of we've got this system. It's actually supposed to be focused on relationship management, but we're only using it for marketing for mailings and events, tracking event RSVPs and attendance when we could be tracking all this information about who knows who, why do they know them, how well do they know them, and then what's that person's role in their organization? Are they a decision maker? Do they hold a budget? You know, all those things that then ultimately tie into how a law firm makes money. 
So the challenges with introducing technology to do that is it can feel like you're taking away that personal element that relationships are at their core. What you're actually doing is adding efficiencies and adding technology that can identify gaps. So being able to pinpoint, you know, this is a key client, this is somebody that's important, but they've stopped attending our events. They've stopped opening the things that we send them nobody's communicated with them in the last 30 days identifying that as a highlight to somebody should reach out to this person so so it's building understanding those individuals how they're engaging with you and therefore Mm -hmm. it allows you to then take an action that depends on what it is they've done before you're understanding a bit more about them yeah one of the things that i've i've explained tried to kind of explain it in more of like real life terms when i've done training sessions is you know there was once i went to my hairdressers and straight away I sat down and there was a black coffee with two sugars in front of me. Now, my hairdresser didn't remember that. That's in a computer system somewhere. And he looks at that before his clients come in. And but it's that added touch that makes you think like, I I really matter to them. They really care. But that's client relationship management. You know, it's the same with the with banks, the way you get tailored communications from your bank. Your bank manager doesn't know that. They, you know, that's in a computer system somewhere. Do you think? Um, do you think a lot of legal firms or professional service firms are typically the resistant to that change because they think that you are in effect taking that relationship element mm-hmm. away? I think there's a resistance to change, just full stop. But yes, I think it is the the sense that it takes away that personalization, the sense that it could potentially dilute the their relationship that they have. Uh, it's less so now than when I, I started sort of 20 years ago in my career of a concern of, well, I don't want to share my contact information because somebody else is going to come in and, and call my clients. Right. And straight away, it's like, that's just not how lawyers operate. That's not how they work. So that was something to say, like, you're not giving anything up. What you're doing is identifying to other people that you have a relationship with that person. When you put the solution in legal 360 when you put it into when you were working on the the, the client side what sort of changes did you see what sort of positive changes did you see as a result of the solution going in one of the key things was identifying contacts and relationships right, that okay. people just didn't know that existed so partner a knows a contact And then they found out that five other partners know the same contact. You know, it's the mindset of like, only I know this person, but actually lots of other people do within the firm. So you can be more strategic in the way you communicate with that person. You can invite those other partners along to any meetings that can um, help with cross-selling. If it's a client of one particular practice of the law firm, you could cross-sell another practice area into that person's organization there's like lots of benefits to that but one of the key benefits that I saw sort of being on the uh, the staff side of the business was the reduction in resources that were right. needed for some of the pretty straightforward things and that's around like data management not needing to have lots and lots of data stewards who are just day in day out looking at you know contact data changes and approving or rejecting them or having to go and kind of find out information as to whether this was accurate or not. The Legal 360 system has been developed to reduce those resources that are needed without taking away any of those updates. It's just now done more passively. So there's not a need for 
certainly the lawyers to be spending a lot of time doing anything because that's just going to hit a wall. Their time should be spent with clients and yep. billing time to, to yep. their matters. And then a reduction in resources across firms and across sort of industries. So you don't have kind of the luxury of people that can spend hours and hours just combing through data. You need technology to be able to do that for you. And when you put the technology in, when you put Legal 360 in, how quick was the mindset shift from where they were and where they've always been managing their data in a particular side way to actually Mm -hmm. using this system to build those relationships? How Mm -hmm. quick was that mind shift change? So that definitely varied firm to firm and it, it depends on the culture of the firm. One of the things that I did though was identified people within the firm who would be champions kind of from the get-go and then utilize their voices to help spread that message because I think again you're more likely to listen to somebody who's a peer who believes in something and can explain the benefits directly to your level but I would say I mean again with Legal 360 once it's implemented and once it's up and running the change is evident rapidly. Okay. And certainly with the the Relationships 360 Power App, which is our enterprise relationship management feature, that once that's up and running, you can have that bringing in historical data up to a year. So on day one, you've got 12 months worth of relationship information, relationship value scores, how many emails in, out, how many appointments yeah. have been had with individuals, which is huge. But the lift for that for the lawyers is zero. Like they don't have to do anything. Which they'd appreciate, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, they've suddenly got all of this information at their fingertips without having to have spent hours doing anything. It's it's it really is a game changer. Somebody has recognized that they've got a problem with matching information or they've got a problem with Hmm. silo data or they they just can't see how customer A has engaged with the firm over X period of time. Again, at the core of that is this relationships piece. Who do they know? How well do they know them? And who in the firm knows them? And utilizing that, using Relationships 360, utilizing data that already exists, so from exchange. So the lawyers are just going about their daily business, emailing contacts, having appointments, having meetings. And all of that data is extrapolated and given a scoring and a value so you can see you know who has the strongest relationship without anybody having to do anything and that's what relationships 360 can do so i would say for firms that are looking to adopt or change their crm platform is to identify some of those key areas that are, are critical to the firm and then it's saying how can this crm platform help us with that Rather than the other way around of this is a CRM platform and this is everything it does. How do we then squeeze that into our firm? And it's always looking at it the other way around. And, you know, it's not square pegs into round holes. It's and it's one of the things I love about Legal 360 because it is customizable. And the way HSO work with clients to customize it, it's not an out of the box product. It's tailored for the law firm, which is so important for the success, the user adoption. Being able to, simple things like being able to change the names of fields to fit the nomenclature of that firm is critical. The key to success in professional services in particular is relationship management. And by opening up the little black book and embracing digital solutions like Legal360, this is much easier. 
Legal360 pulls together historical engagement data, making it easier to see past interactions and so prioritise where you need to spend your time. It also brings together insight from other parts of the business so you can quickly spot opportunities to upsell or cross-sell other services. And the good news is that this insight is just there. You don't need to spend hours collating it. As Victoria says, it's a game changer. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Thank you.